0: Welcome back to NLP's Young Professional Network podcast, Growing in the Green Industry. Today's podcast is powered by your Young Professional Network partner, Steel. Steel makes a full line of gasoline and battery-powered outdoor power equipment for the demanding landscape professional. Find yours at steelusa.com. Today's episode will be presented by Women in Landscape Network. Your hosts of today's in episode include myself, Jenny Gerard, from RM Landscape, and Stephanie Leveling from Integra Group. Stephanie, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day, no rain, so I think I think it's going to be a great day today. A great yes. day to talk about uh, mentorship. Yes, yes,
1: something we uh, we uh, share we share.
0: So let's just kind of give our listeners a little bit of background of who we are. So Stephanie, if you would want to kick that off about your background,
1: absolutely. Um, so, I have, my name is Stephanie Leveling, and I have been in the industry for roughly 29 years. Um, I have a degree from Illinois State University in agribusiness, horticulture, and um, predominantly in account management and commercial landscape maintenance, and I spent the last uh, seven years as the maintenance division manager for a company in St. Louis, and now I work for the Integra Group which is a business management um, software for landscape, the landscape industry. And um, it allows me to help people at a much higher level, but I can work with people all over the country and um, you know, just help them with their business and grow their businesses. So really like it.
0: Fantastic. So um, a little bit about myself. I, um, I've been in the industry for almost 15 years now. I have a degree in plant science. I currently work for RM Landscape and for our continued listeners. Yes, that is Brett Lemke. I I work for Brett Lemke. So um, I've been here for going on almost four years now. And I am an area manager, which for some that don't know what that is, it's a kind of marriage between operations and account management. I manage all large commercial properties and, um, you know, I do everything from training to uh, working with the crews and handling customers on a daily and doing designs. I'm, I love my job. So um, <laughs> let's go in a little bit about uh, mentorship. And uh, just for the listeners, uh, Stephanie and I are actually, I am the mentoree and Stephanie is my mentor for the last uh, almost two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a great relationship and um we're going to kind of talk about some of the high points of having a mentorship, discuss about, you know, why it's important and how to gather, you know, information uh, that's useful to you. And uh, we're just going to kind of kick it off here. Uh, why get a mentor? Um, so I will kind of go into the story of how I decided to go into being a mentor and then Stephanie you know, is going to kind of discuss why she actually wanted to be a mentor. Um, for me, it was a lot of, for my career, there's a lot of things that go on uh, throughout your life. I'm, I'm still, I'm in my thirties, so I'm still growing my career. And, um, you know, you come across things that you might not necessarily have the answer to and problems that you come across that Uh, you need feedback for that maybe you wouldn't want to go to your boss about. (laughs) So, um, you know, (laughs) talking to someone and helping your personal growth is very important. And for me, the moment uh, that I realized that I needed that was when I kind of hit a bottom of frustration (laughs) And I I went through NALP through the Women in Landscape Network, and I had spoke with Jen Myers, and I said I need help, <laughs> and she introduced me to this lovely woman Stephanie Loveling, who has guided me through the last two years, and uh, it's been an amazing journey, and I owe her a lot. Um, she's shaking her head now, um, but you know it's it's a journey and um that's kind of why a, a high level of why i chose to have a mentor is to kind of re- reevaluate some of my career. Um so Stephanie why did you choose to become a mentor?
1: Mentor? Yeah. So having been in this industry for almost, you know, 29 30 years, um, as a woman, it's it can be lonely and um when the Women in Landscape Network um, came about, it was just this whole portal to all kinds of women that were in the industry. And we were all sharing some of the same concerns and, and frustrations and experiences. And there were women my age, and there were a lot of women younger than us. and um, so during the pandemic, when we were um, doing these webinars, you know, we had different topics and the topics opened up a lot of, it, it made me think about a lot of different things. And there were there were experiences that I could share with people like to help them through different things, like having the child and not having a leader that, you know, understood that you needed time off or you needed to leave like right at eight hours because you had childcare and stuff like that. And so that taste of helping people um, all over and women specifically really, I, I really wanted to do more. And um, when Jen introduced us and asked me if I'd be open to it, I was like, yeah, that, that sounds great because I, I just really enjoyed those, those webinars and having those conversations with people. And, and it really is, it's just about having conversations and talking through scenarios and, um, and things like that. And, um, it's not mother henning or anything like that. It's just, you know, I've walked those, that, path, that path and just not wanting someone to have fall through the same pitfalls, but letting them, you know, helping them along the way. So it's just helping people at a high level and all over. It's not just in my own little sector of my little world. <laughs> so I have really enjoyed it. It's really- I still fun. remember that first meeting,
0: like it was yesterday. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I got all prepped before our meeting. I was like, I really hope this lady likes me because I, I, I like who she, I, I totally Googled you. I LinkedIn, you, I, I, I searched you left and right. I was like, I got to know more. And then, uh, before our meeting, I was so nervous. I was like, I hope she likes me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and ever since then, it's been golden, you know? Um, uh, so that kind of goes into, you know, once you've decided you want to do this, because I got it in my head. I had a few incidences that were back to back where, you know, you always ask the question, am I the drama? Cause
1: that's,
0: I, <laughs> you yeah. know, cause it, there was scenarios that things kept coming up and I'm like, well, maybe I'm the problem because if this is a consistent issue and this is not something I really want my boss helping me through, I need somebody outside of my organization to kind of guide me through this. So that's, you know, it was a big point push for me that I want to make change. So let me move forward on making that change and find the right people to help me with that. And, um, so I've decided to do that. Um, the way I went about it was I've looked, I looked into NLP and they have a, a ton of different venues. I specifically wanted to go through the women in landscape network because a lot of the issues that I was facing, um, I felt that they were kind of driven with being a woman in the industry. Um, Mm -hmm. So I needed somebody that had gone through that to help me, you know, guide me through these situations. Um, and that's why I went through that network. And I know um, Jen was great with helping, you know, kind of pair us together. I know she's paired other people together. Um, but where are some other venues that some of the people could look to uh, find mentors? Because I know you've had discussed some in your local...
1: Yeah, there's you know, if you're working in local um organizations, um, uh, whether it's a state, you know, organization or just a local chapter of some, you know, either a I belong to a horticulture club um in St. Louis, the great uh Gateway Professional Horticulture Association. Um they're full, it's full of of owners and and people that are involved in in horticulture. And it's men, it's women. Um, but yeah, you can find it through that or even um you know, your professors from school maybe, or, you know, teachers and things, people that have, that have had some, you know, influence or, um, you know, you really, you you know, have respect for, um, know that they've had some experiences and mentor, you know, mentorship, mentoring, you're really just a soundboard at some point, you know, you're, you're offering options, you're not solving the problem for them, you want them to work through that process. Um, so it's somebody that you can trust. Um, not all mentor-mentee relationships are good. Like you might connect, and it it may not work out, and that's perfectly normal, actually, because um, it's personalities. Um, it's it's how you know maybe someone's really really direct, and the other person doesn't respond well to that. Um, it's you know you have to find that personality that fits um, fits for both both parties, um, but. Feel um, yeah, there's lots of options, you know, people along the way.
0: And I experienced that. We did a little bit of a mentorship program uh, through one of the colleges, and you can tell the kids that you just meshed with really quickly. And some of the yep. kids, you know, they and and what we actually did was a rotation of our leaders as yeah. they're doing this program, because we realized some of these kids were really like, oh no, that was great, and then the next time they'd go with somebody else, and they're like, oh no, right, <laughs> so, yeah. you know. Yeah but it's good to experience that and I know I still I am one that still has my professors on my Facebook
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and
0: I will still I contacted them all the time and that's that was another push too because I said okay I've been out of college for quite some time now I can't be contacting my professor still, like I should probably look for a more, you know, a higher level
1: of mentorship
0: (laughs) at this point. Um, This isn't educational questions anymore, Jenny. (laughs) So, but yeah, they were a a great sounding board for a long time. Um, I I think a lot of the times too, some of these events uh, that we have, you meet a lot of different people and it, it yeah. you know, I think a lot of times yeah. people look at it as a mentorship. It needs to be somebody that's senior to you. And I, I, like you said, it's that um, sounding board piece. Yep. yep. Just somebody to kind of guide and help listen to what you're going through. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so going on to like choosing that right mentor, um, you know, and why is that important? You know, and, and I, I'd love to kind of touch on like our relationship. Um, yep. Day one, I, I, I knew I was like, nope, she's she's the one. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, you know, a lot of times I'll I'll have people ask me about mentorship and they'll be like, well, can I just go to so and so and or who's your mentor? And I'm like, well, you need to find somebody that works for you. And you kind of touched on that about personalities but yeah. um, finding the person that's right for you, you know, you want to kind of touch a little bit that on a mentoring status, and then I'll kind of touch a little bit on the mentoree.
1: Yeah, you know, the one thing I would recommend, I, one thing I want to caution people is, you can always have your your direct leader or supervisor be a mentor. But that it may not be the best solution um, because sometimes there can be, you know, as you're growing, that could be, you know, that person kind of holds your growth in their hands a little bit. So finding somebody that maybe isn't your direct supervisor or leader um, is always a good idea. Maybe somebody outside of your, um, when, when you're looking for um, somebody, you know, like if you're, if you work in maintenance, maybe find somebody in construction that you can you, know, you find as a sounding board um, the other part of it is um, finding somebody you know when you when you work with um consultants or you know like that you're paying to to consult you might not be a great mentor either because it's not it's not authentic it's not um organic so finding um finding somebody that you click with somebody that you see that they work w- you know they handle things the way you maybe want to be able to, or you're looking to find out how they got to where they got to, that's what you're looking for. But, um, try to avoid somebody, you know, like in a direct supervisory role, you and I, I mean, I work, I live in St. Louis, you live in New York. Um, so we don't see each other. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we don't, I don't hold any control or anything like that. So it's completely authentic and, and organic there because, um, I have no skin in your game and, and, um, I think that works out really well, you know, so.
0: Definitely. And it's like you're saying, it's that relationship. You want to build a relationship, which can be difficult. It it is a big trust um, situation with each other, um, especially if it's this strange person you've never met before. Um, So one of the big things, you know, trying when you're trying to decide this, one of the first things Stephanie did was she set up, and this is what I was saying when the first day I met her, it was a, a Zoom call. And Stephanie and I, we met and we, we talked about, you know, who am I, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, asked me a lot of questions, wanted to know like what my background was, introduced herself. And so there was like almost a meet and greet. Yeah. And then we kind of made a decision at that point. But I, I think I know I felt that I was like, no, this is, this is great. I want to continue. Mm-hmm. Stephanie could have been like, oh my God, who is this girl? She's got a lot of thoughts <awesome." laughs>
1: No, no. I hung up the phone and I'm like. I like her. We're going to have a good time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And see, and that should be, I think that should be the kind of reaction that, you know, when you're choosing that mentor, it should feel natural. uh, A hundred percent because you're about to share some deep uh, once you get to the right point, you know, and it it should take you a little bit of time, but once you get below the surface, you're going to get into some deep stuff and and you want to be able to feel comfortable to tell that person that you know kind of information and so going back to like what stephanie's saying it it might not be your boss that you want to have that conversation with
1: yeah 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 because there's been times where you know i'm i'm on our farm and you've called and you're like do you have a minute and i'm like sure (laughs) you're like where are you And i'm like in the middle of the field (laughs) you know and you know and but it was important to you and um you know we talked about it and um you know, there was different things, but that, you know, and that, that, that was just, that particular event was, a, and, um, you know, was real important, but typically we scheduled our time, you know, yep. or, you know, sometimes if I haven't heard from you for a little bit, I'll, you know, send you a text, like, are you surviving spring? How is it going? You know, and you back with something, you um, and it, sometimes it's just a little check-in, you know, like, um, I like to call it a wellness check, you know, and just like, Hey, I haven't heard from you in a minute. What's, what's happening. And then we schedule a time that, you know, where we're, both- have you survived the spring yeah. <laughs> season? <laughs> because I, I remember, I, you know, I was in the industry for so long. I remember what spring it was, you know, it's rough. It's really rough sometimes. So, um, sad face emoji sent. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, there yeah there's definitely the commitment on both sides and mm -hmm. um, you know touching in with your your mentor should be touching in with you but you you also hold that you know to to go and touch base with them as well Um, but I honest I love those text messages are you holding or surviving (laughs) x season and I, I you know especially during winter in St. Louis, they don't get a lot of snow. So I usually get the text yeah. messages. Hey, we're getting snow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I have 18 inches. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I mean, and that's kind of, you know, as a mentor, I learned a lot from you too. Um, that That's the other thing about this. It's not just, it's not one way for sure. Um, as an older person and a, a person who in leadership, Leaders are, you know, tend to be older than the mentee. And when you're working with with the younger generation, you're learning too. Like what what questions, like what's important to you? Well, it helps me know that. So if I'm working with people, I get, okay, they're about the same age and they're going to probably have these same questions or these same things. And it it can only help. Um, I like to learn. I want to always continue to learn no matter what age I am. And so, I mean, there's been times where you you'll say something about technology, I'm like, what is that, you know? And (laughs) then it's like, oh my gosh, how did I not know about this, you know? And so, I mean, it's it's it goes both ways, and and then you know, and for us, it's developed a friendship as well. So, um, it you know, maybe doesn't do that for everybody, but um, I feel that a mentor can get a lot out of this relationship as well.
0: Definitely, and and I know we've kind of. We've kind of touched on it, but I think it's a little, uh, you know, we should definitely go in a little bit more detail about inside and outside of your organization, because inside my organization, I do have mentors, you know, like Mm -hmm. my direct boss is definitely one of my mentors. Um, Brett Lemke, I would say is another mentor to me. Uh, You know, when it comes to doing my job, and and then moving up within my company, a lot of people have a tendency to think of that as their mentorship. Um, But it's, it's very, um, it's guided, I mean, in the right organization, they'll want to see you grow and broaden your wings. Um, but I, and in fact, I got asked this yesterday. Um, I had one of my crew members, she asked me, she goes, well, couldn't you be my mentor? And I said, honestly, I don't think so. I, I will mentor you through the company, but to be your exact mentor would not be fair to you um, because I have a bias. I have a bias towards my company and my you know responsibilities with that. And so to give you the level of mentorship that you're looking for um, for your personal growth, sometimes you need somebody outside of your organization to tell you, you know, hey, you need to check this or that because that might not be normal. And Mm -hmm. I know I've had other people that I've, you know, gone to school with and they didn't really seek out mentorship and they use the mentoring through their company, um, you know, it's, it's good to have that checkpoint where that person says, you know, maybe this isn't normal right. or um, they're there for your, you, not your company, not, you know, your career. They're actually there for you. It, it, and, and it could be a part of your career. That is a big part of it. But at the end of the day, it's the, you as a person that they care about, your well-being. Um, and I think that's really important.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. And a lot of companies, a lot of the organizations, when they have new hires, they do have a mentorship set up so that you're paired up with somebody for the first few months or a year or whatever. Um, and that would be something to look at if you're deciding to, you know, you think you want to leave an organization, and you have an opportunity, ask about mentorship. Um, if there's a program for that, you know, as a, as a new hire, um, it's very important. Um, because you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So if you have somebody like a go-to person, that's great. And that go-to person can kind of give you the lay of the land and the politics and all of that kind of thing. Um, I think that's a real important thing for onboarding. This um, mm-hmm. is uh, whether you're in the green industry or any industry, um, they should have something like that. Just, you know, pairing people up. Um, and it's not adding too much. It's just you don't know <laughs> You don't know that there's a specific template that you're supposed to use. You know, you're creating this thing and they're like, oh, no, this is all here. You know, so, um, yeah, I I think that's real important, especially when you're where you're young. You know, the younger generation has always had a coach. Um, This has been talked about um, in different things as, you know, the kids were growing up. They had a coach. They had a a Cub Scout leader. They had whatever. And then they're in high school and they still have coaches and and there's constant feedback. Um, you know, because you have a, a basketball game, the coach gives you feedback after that game about what went right, what went wrong. Right. So these, these younger, the generation that's been involved in all kinds of activities nonstop when they get to school or they get to uh, their first job, they need constant feedback where adults like, you know, older generations, like me, we didn't have all of that. So we're just like, okay, yeah, we'll go along until someone tells us different but this younger generation wants some, they want some constant feedback. So whether that's from their supervisor or a mentor to help them move along because they want to continue to grow because that's how their coaches always help them grow. They continue to improve, you know, with games and and doing all these different things. And so um, I think that's why we're hearing more about mentorship as well, but it also in our green industry, like with women, you know, We're a minority in this industry. So, having people to go to that can truly empathize and sympathize with what you've been through is real important Um, because a man can't understand the the things that the challenges that we experience, whether we're in the field. um, You know, there's a lot of things in the field that affect women differently than men, Um, but even in the office, um, there's just a lot of different things. And um, it just it, it is what it is. Like, we can't change that. So having women um, to go to and talk about like how should I handle this that that's real important in my opinion it's real important
0: it is and I I've definitely seen the benefits of pairing um in a non like uh, direct way of of pairing the guy the new guy with someone you know that's been here for a while um, mm-hmm. there's definitely benefits to that. Um, But, you know, no mentorship program, but that is something, you know, I know the benefits I've gained from having a mentor, um, but, you know, having even within the company, having that person that I can go to and have a sounding board and say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing here and I don't want to mess this up. And being in a company uh, Mm -hmm. where that support is accepted, Mm -hmm. I I think that's huge um, for growth Uh, If you're just always afraid you're going to make a mistake, you, you won't ever try anything new. Um, mm-hmm. So that empowerment comes within, you know, the people, your leaders. And for me, that's my branch manager and, you know, Brett allowing me to try new things and mentor me through my mistakes because <laughs> ultimately we all make mistakes and it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I do the same with our crews. They're going to make mistakes and I tell them it's okay. I'd rather you yeah. tried something new than not done anything at all. Yeah. Um, so uh so that's kind of the difference between those mentorship programs, you know, going within your organization, guiding you, especially if you're new, um, or even if you, I've, I've been here for almost four years and I still call, you know, whether it be my branch manager or, um, you know, Brett Lemby for, (laughs) for any kind of advice. I, I'm on the phone with Matt probably every day. Like, Hey Matt, Hey Matt. Um, but eventually, you know, those calls start going down and, um, you know, there are things though that you face or are challenged with, like she said, uh, as a woman. And, and that's part of one of the experiences. Um, I was, I was really being harassed by, uh, another, uh, one of my male employees. And that was kind of the push for me, uh, to find that mentor because I said, I can't, I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> and, you know, how do I handle this professionally before I absolutely lose my mind and, um, you know, it's it, it is something that women do face in the industry. Mm-hmm. It, you know, yeah. it's it's nothing new that we are the minority of the group, and and so coming across these situations where you know maybe you're you're a boss as a male employee that doesn't want to listen to you, or mm-hmm. you know, and how to remain professional yeah. through a situation like that. Right, and right. Um, I know you helped me through. <laughs> <laughs> through through the yeah. first situation, I I just dropped the doozy on you. I was just like, okay, here's my problem. <laughs> I know yeah. I'm not I'm not alone, and you can help me. And
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, after yeah. what
0: phone call number one?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, let's peel that apart. <laughs> let's see what we can do here. So, yeah, and you know, and I I can't I can't tell you how to handle it. I can just provide you options and. Provide you, um, you know, different—not even options, just having you talk through like what your options are, you know, how, what, you know, what resources you have, what, um, what you think stimulates the the harassment, you know, and how we can counter that. So um, it's really having you talk talk it out and and come up with a solution that's going to work for you and your and where you are. Like I can't handle it for you. Um, <clears throat>
0: And and, and harassing is probably a a strong word, but it's, uh, you
1: know,
0: as women, we we know when or certain words are used, um, there's that tone and, um, you know, trying to navigate through that because it's difficult because we're still in a professional setting and it's not harassment, but it's also as women, we know when, you know, somebody's kind of crossed that line. And then mm-hmm. how to move forward as their boss or in a, a, a role of leadership. Yeah. And um, and sometimes it's even customers. So, oh, yeah. you know, handling a customer in a situation where, you know, you're not being listened to or you're asked, can I speak to your boss? Um, because they assume that- That's my favorite. You... <laughs> oh, right. I,
1: yeah, I... <laughs> That's always my favorite. When, they, when I'm standing in a group of men, and I'm the one in charge and, and the vendor, or whoever's trying to get our business, they, they talk to all of them and then they all like, uh, dude, you need to be talking to her, you know? And then I'm like, hey. <clears throat> so yeah, that's fun.
0: And, and see, like talking to somebody that has had so many years of experience in situations like that, you know, how to handle that professionally. And and then also at the same time, managing through a, a tough customer and handling that kind of situation and remaining professional in that, you know, that's where it's really nice to have somebody that has that many years of experience. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So um, some of the experiences that you and I have gone through, you know, whether it be that phone call, because something came up, I mean, there's been several scenarios where Sophony has kind of helped me through navigating um, and like she said, it's, she does not give me the answer. And I think that's one of the, the biggest things that I love, because if somebody just gives me an answer, I, you know, I was saying it's her the other day, I'll just Google it myself because I'm, <laughs> I'm very stubborn and I, I hate to ask for help. Um, and so that was one of the hardest things for me to go and ask for a mentor, uh, was because they was ultimately saying, I can't do this alone. And I, you know, I think that's something with age, um, at the older you get, the more willing you're at to ask for help. But in the beginning, it's difficult um, because you're trying to prove yourself and you know prove your worth in a company, especially if you're new. And you know you don't want to be waving the white flag just yet. And so that's where I love the partnership that Stephanie and I have is that she doesn't sit there and say, "Jenny, you need to do this." Um, she will pose questions to me over <laughs> and over well, did you think about this? Have you thought about it this way? And the light bulb goes off.
1: <laughs> I like and- to give it to you from the other side. Like I'm going to be the devil's advocate. I'm going to give it to you from the other side of the desk or, you know, what what happens if this goes, what happens if this happens, you know? Um, so I want you to be prepared, but I also want you to think about all aspects of, of what you're what you're trying to do. So, yeah, yeah that that's really important. Sometimes you we get so blind, you know, we put blinders on, we only see it and we don't, we don't look at like what the other possibilities are or the other perspective. Um, we know, get stuck and in the weeds. We, yeah, <laughs> we do. absolutely. And you hit a, a big, a big point. Um, women tend to not ask for help, um, in our industry. It, it's, it's unfortunate because we feel like we have to prove stuff. We have to prove that we can do it. And we don't want to ask for help um, because we don't want to look like, oh, she, you know, here we are again, you know, um, it's and I don't, I'm not saying that everybody feels that way. But there are a lot of women that are that just don't ask for help because they feel like if they do, you know, they're it's going to knock about, you know, they're going to take like three steps backwards. And um, so, you know, we should we should just like anybody else any you know, any man asking for help, we should ask for help as well. So it shouldn't be
0: a thing. Absolutely. And I I know that was a part of this besides like if you're one of the younger people in the group or and then especially if you're the only woman in production or if you're in in your department, you you feel like you're already singled out. So the last thing you want to do is say, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the reality is most of the time, no one else does.
1: So, you know.
0: the question <laughs> everybody else is just waiting for somebody to say I'm sorry <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. so um and I, I over time I, throughout some of these like some of the positions I've held I've realized because I've taken opportunities for things I had n- no idea what I was doing and but I was upfront with people and I said you know I, I don't know but I will learn And that's always been my like go-to. I don't know it, but I will figure it out. I will learn it. And so for me to sit and say, I don't know, I can't learn. I I can learn, but I don't know where to find that. And I don't know how to deal with that. And a lot of it is like personal relationships, how to have a conversation with your boss when maybe things aren't going the way you want them to. Um, And, you know, maybe you're frustrated or maybe you're in a place that you need to you're considering different opportunities and having that conversation with somebody is important because they will flip things on you. Um, You know, I remember my first actual review with a company. Um, It was a big deal to me because I've never done a review like that before and or negotiations. And this was like beyond anything I ever I was usually told this is what you're getting. (laughs) So to have a conversation, um, you know, with the vice president of my company and my boss sitting there, it's intimidating. And so I was I went into that meeting feeling really strong because Stephanie and I, we went through a lot of different things and, and covering, you know, this is how you go about this, or, you know, you should review this. And one of the big things I know you, you gave me was the other perspective.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's, and and that's where that's, that tends to be the challenge with everybody. Everybody thinks this is how every, you know, they see this through their glasses. They only see how they feel and we can't tell anybody how to feel like you feel how you feel. Right but you have to, you have to be open to the other perspective and, um, and always be prepared. Um, that's the number one thing, you know, if they come back, if they come to you with something, be prepared for that. Um, you know, don't go in and, and, and don't be emotional, you know, um, stick with your facts. Um, and, but definitely, definitely be prepared. Um, I, I remember, because we did, we rehearsed that we rehearsed a lot. We did. (laughs) We talked about a lot of different things. Don't tell Brett. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brett, we'll don't
1: listen that. to this. <laughs> but we did. We we um, we did talk through that a lot, so that you were prepared because you felt very strongly about some stuff, but you're you wanted to grow, and so that was that was the gist of. This is what I want from here, and this is you know what I wanted to do, and so it, I always tell people you have to ask. The worst they're going to tell you is no. Uh, and, and no, does not hurt, you know, maybe no means, you know, okay, maybe I need to look somewhere else, but if that's how you feel, but you always should ask for what you want and, um, be prepared to, you know, negotiate, you know, nothing is black and white. We we're in the green industry. There's nothing black and white in the green industry. It's a whole lot of gray. So, um, just be, be flexible and be prepared to, um, you know, to talk through things and, and talk, have a conversation, your, your review, and we're getting a little off topic, but reviews should be a conversation. It's not just one, one it shouldn't be one-sided. It should be a, a conversation.
0: That was a big thing during that whole, like just that one-on-one review and kind of having somebody to kind of practice on right. that. It is also at the time, I mean, you were a manager handling reviews like that. So Mm -hmm. it was almost like I got to practice on the boss, (laughs) but, but not have any repercussions for saying something wrong. And then also walk me through my decision-making of what was important. And then what is reality too, because you did have that other side of being the boss making those decisions. And I think that's important too, to have somebody else kind of put you in check and say, Hey, well, you know. This is average. This is normal. This is this is what we experience in our industry. Or you know, um, just having that flip uh, is mm-hmm. really important. And I know that was like my first. That was one of the big first things that I was like, "Wow, that was great." You know, there was a lot of great moments, but <laughs> that I I walked in, and usually I'm, I'm usually very nervous, even in the ones that like because I had reviews before that, and but they were very one sided. Uh, large corporations, and there is no review at that point. And um, so having a very, almost intimate between just just your bosses and you, and it's a negotiation standpoint, and I was in a different point in my career. So it was the, the adult review, as I like to call it. And I, I was usually nervous just sitting down for those ones that I had no say in. And I walked into this, you know, holding my head high, and I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. And it was because of that mentoring beforehand and prepping me and getting me ready. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I owe Stephanie a lot. <laughs> and even, you know, the people that help guide me through other things within my organization. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that Stephanie does do too. She helps me realize, you know, the different situations within my organization. You know, I might see something one-sided and because she she's right. You know, you get stuck in those weeds. Um, and then she also helps me appreciate some of the things, you know, that are going on and say, Hey, you know, that's a big deal that that's happening for you or that, you know, you, Matt, my boss recognized that or Brett recognize that's a big deal, mm-hmm. Jenny. And, and I, it makes me appreciate it more, um, that somebody else is seeing that too. And I'm like, Oh, okay.
1: It's, it is actually a bigger deal than I thought. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Yeah there's, there's a lot of those things, you know, we, we all have blinders on, we, if you've been with an organization for a while, you know, sometimes you, you don't appreciate what you have until you leave, or you've been somewhere else, and you're like, hey, they're investing money into you, and it's not in your hand, but it's in, it, they're, they're putting something into you, because they want you long-term, and um, that, that's a big deal, um, because some organizations don't, you know, they just, they don't put in, you know, if you ask to go for more continuing education, they're not necessarily open to it. Well, it's expensive. And you know, what if what if they what if I do this and they leave? Well, what if you do this and they don't and they make you better and they grow your business and it's a win win for everyone, right? So um Absolutely. there's there's tangible, there's there's money in your hand and then there's other things and um opportunities. Opportunities, that's right. Um, and it, yeah, you have to be appreciative of all those things. I've been in organizations that didn't ever invest in us. You know, they just gave us money and that's great. I mean, that's, that's some people would prefer that, but, um, I always wanted to grow. I always wanted to, to know more and do more and be more and, um, like you. And so that's, that's, you know, that's what made me tick. And again, that's, that's the thing about the mentor part of it. You learn about what makes other people tick. So as a yep. leader, your organization you can take that and and think about it on how your people operate so yeah yeah I um I think that that was that was a big win that was a win for both of us because I remember the phone call back you're like you wouldn't believe how this went <laughs> yeah no <laughs> I was so excited yeah. um
0: I think I called you at, like literally on the ride home yeah, um, oh, yeah.
1: you were talking so I was bad. so excited oh, easy easy <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and, and so, you know, just to kind of the last little bit here that I, I want to talk, Stephanie, and she's mentioned it, she's in St. Louis and I'm in New York. Um, so it's a big thing now through the power of technology, um, that we're able to have a mentorship and we don't live near each other. And this mentorship works just fine. Um, yeah. So that really opens doors for people. I know a lot of times people think their mentor needs to be next door within the town or within driving distance. It, you do not. I mean, we do meet up at um, different events. You know, we're going to see each other at Elevate. I'm super excited. And mm-hmm. um, but I think it's important that people know that now through Zoom or phone calls, it's all completely um doable to have a, a mentor that doesn't live in the same state as you
1: yeah. it's just absolutely. as effective yep absolutely and and that's one thing you know that's the thing that if anything the pandemic a good thing from the yeah. pandemic was we can do all of this virtually or like I said you know when I was I didn't hear from you or whatever I was like just gonna send her a quick text you know wellness check-in how are you doing and um, yeah, you do not have to. Now there are some mentor programs where they want you to meet more often and face to face for coffee or whatever. And that's fine. Um, it, you know, it, it, again, it's whatever works for everybody. Um, it, yeah, it, that it, level it, of
0: commitment that you can give yeah. for me, it, my schedule is so hectic and busy. Mm-hmm. I can commit to this yes. because I, you know, it's not taking me away. I can do this anywhere. I can yeah. do this in my car. I can do this at home.
1: <laughs> I yeah. can take yeah. five
0: minutes while I am at work, and you know, FaceTime with you. Yeah. Um, and that connection is definitely still there all the time. Right. So, um, a, a key takeaway is here, I think for me, is that you know, getting a mentor, it it can change your life. I know it changed mine. Um, I've had so many strides over the last couple of years. And it's in large part of having somebody have my back, um, help let me see the bigger picture um, and help me grow. And if I didn't have, you know, my mentor, Stephanie, or work at um, a company like I do right now that, that promotes that education and have a boss that wants to see me grow, I don't know if I would be able to do the things I'm doing today. And it's, yeah. and it's a large part of those people in my life. And um, I think, you know, people need to be, really think about joining a, a mentor or getting a, or being a mentoree. And I don't know for you, Stephanie, what's a big takeaway on being a mentor?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, especially in the green industry, if you love the green industry, you want it to be successful and you want to continue to To grow and develop people to you know be the leaders, the new leaders of our industry, and so um, it's just sharing, you know, sharing your experiences. And um, I'm big about community service. It's about a, um, it's not about a handout. It's about a hand up. And so um, it's helping people grow. It's helping our industry grow. And I'm all about making our industry better. So um, you know your your self confidence from two years ago to now is just like unreal it's off the charts and (laughs) that to me is great because that means you're 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 going to be a leader of the future like I know this I tell that people to all the time I'm like we're going to see her on the board we're going to see her running and doing these things you know we have these people and um this is this is the future of our industry so if you have the time and you have the the will to want to help people this is this it fills you up every time Every time we hang, hang up, I'm just like, I'm so proud of her. <laughs> and it it sounds corny, and it sounds you know like mother henish. You know, I I look at my children when they do something, and I walk away. I'm like, oh, I did pretty good there. And when we hang up, I'm like, she is kicking it. You know, because you're doing the work. I'm not doing the work for you. You're doing the work, and you're making the moves. And um, so that that makes me that makes me really proud of you. And um, but it really makes me feel good for our the industry too because now we have just such a strong leader so you're gonna be great you are great
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um this is kind of where we're going to be wrapping up and um i believe we do the rose and thorn
1: yeah so this is the part of where we yeah we do the rose and thorn um so rose for me has been um, this last year has been really exciting for me um taking on the new job with, um, with the Integra group and working in this software industry and helping businesses, you know, help consult them on growing their businesses. And, um, but then also working and I get to work with a lot of people, like I get to work with Jenny too, you know, just talking about different things. So that's been great. Um, The thorn, sometimes I get the itch to want to go back into that craziness, but then like it's a hundred and something in St. Louis today. So no, no, no. I was going to say, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> or when it's snowing, you know, um, my husband's always like, Hey, do you want to help? No, no. I'm going to stand here and watch, watch the snowball with my cup of coffee. i have my hot cocoa. By the yeah. But I, I do miss it. I miss the camaraderie. I miss the, the big wins. Um, you know, because when you're in the, when you're in the green industry as a company, you, you win and lose as a group, like you win and lose as a team. and um and I kind of miss that a little bit I have that where I'm at but it's it's a little bit different because we're all remote so I work from home and so I don't get to see my teammates as much but um but I I do that's probably my thorn is I miss uh I miss my teammates but but yeah so it's all good though the industry is really growing the industry is doing really well and I'm, I'm really happy about it well,
0: I would say my rose coming up and I am going on vacation, which is so, I'm so ready. <laughs> yeah, Oh yeah. Um, I, I was, and then I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got a countdown for elevate. So I'm, that's my other rose. <laughs> uh, you know, I really don't have any thorns right now. There's nothing living, which would probably be one of my thorns is this drought that we've been experiencing. Um, Um, and and part of that's also that fear of going on vacation. But again, just kudos to Stephanie because I, you know, a lot of that training that she's given me or mentorship. I actually feel comfortable probably for the first time in my entire career that I feel that I can leave my team and you know it's gonna be okay.
1: (laughs) If you've done your if you've done your job and you've trained your team. To know what to do in your absence, um, you should be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm certain that you're doing that. So I, I think you're going to enjoy yourself. I really yeah. don't have any thorns, to see, other than the weather, the weather. It needs to rain. Uh, we got rain yesterday,
0: so I can't really complain too much. But uh, <laughs> I really don't have any thorns. I'm I'm pretty good. So I want to give a big thank you to our listeners, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye!